Hey, what's happening? Thanks for checking out Real Talk Real Estate here on the Air and Advantage, going live at nine for the second week in a row, hopefully able to reach some more people this way. Uh, as I said last week, I'm going live at a time where I think there might be more people available to check out the show. Uh, let me know in the comments if nine o'clock works better for you, if there's another time of day day that you think would work best that you can catch me live, I'd like to know that as well. I uh, want to make sure that I'm delivering the absolute best possible value to the audience as I can uh, so that I can make sure that I'm providing you with the information that you guys want to know about, the stuff you want to see, and the stuff you want to hear about. Uh, as always, this is a live show that I'm doing, always available uh, for live comments and everything else as well. So if you have questions while I'm going through everything, I've got a screen open up on my right-hand side here that I can answer any questions during the process. So this is episode 20 of Real Talk Real Estate, uh, and tonight I'm talking about the F word in the industry. And I know a lot of people are probably wondering what the F word in the industry I'm going to discuss is, and tonight it's foreclosures. It's a topic a lot of people discuss that many people don't really know what's going on about, and I wanted to address three of the top questions that I get all the time and kind of give you some information on what you can know about foreclosures and ways to handle uh, those different ideas when you're going into the process if you're thinking of purchasing a home that is a foreclosure property. So the first thing I want to do is dispel a myth about foreclosures that's been perpetuated by shows like Flip or Flop uh, or other flipping shows that you might find on HGTV, and that is every foreclosure is not a good deal. Shocking, I know. Most people think that when they're looking at foreclosure properties, they're going to be able to pick them up for a highly discounted price and not that bad a condition that they're going to be able to go in, slop some paint on the walls, put some new flooring down, and they're going to be able to turn it around and sell it for a ton of money. Truth is, is that's very rarely the case. Um, as a matter of fact, a lot of properties that are foreclosed on, um, several that I've been in myself, have sat empty for years. That's right, years at a time. So a lot of people don't realize that sitting empty with no utilities on is one of the worst things that you can do for a house. If you're not regulating the humidity and the temperature in the house, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Here in Southwest Indiana, one of the principal things that can go wrong if you're not regulating the humidity and everything inside the house is we have a lot of mold growth that can go on. Now mold is a scary thing for a lot of people, um, but it's not always as bad as some people think. Um, there's different strains of mold. Some are gonna be more allergenic for some people than others. Others, generally it's just not a good thing to have though. Um, it may not be as scary as some people think, but it's definitely not something that you want in a house. There's a couple of other things that can go wrong if you have a property sitting vacant for a while. Those are vandalism, uh, as well as some plumbing issues. If the property's not winterized properly in time, your plumbing issues can actually be some of the worst things that you're going to have to deal with because you may have busted pipes, you're not going to know exactly where everything is, and you may end up having to replace all the plumbing in the house which can be a costly thing, which if you're an investor looking to flip a home, mold, vandalism, and plumbing issues are three things that you have to fix that aren't necessarily going to be profitable in the long run because they're things that may not necessarily go toward adding value in the home. The other thing that I want to talk about is banks that own properties are businesses. So they're not always necessarily looking to make a great deal on the property. They have already lost money on that transaction. So they're trying to recoup as much of that money as possible. So when you see a list price on a home and you're thinking, hey, it's a bank, it's a foreclosure, maybe I'll be able to negotiate a great deal on this. A lot of times they're not willing to come off the price at all, which is surprising for a lot of people. Sometimes they are willing to do so. There's really no way to tell, which is the downside. 
what you need to do is find yourself a knowledgeable professional that you're working with who you can kind of try to see what they're willing to do to help you out. Most banks that I've worked with in the past, whenever I have a buyer, they pretty much just come back and say yes or no. Not a whole lot of back and forth negotiation. So you can throw out a number, you might get a rejection. Every once in a while, I've been fortunate enough to get some counters, so that's a great thing. So find a realtor who's not scared to go ahead and try to throw out some numbers at a foreclosure because it is a good thing to see it, what kind of negotiation they may have available. So next thing I want to talk about, if you're in a hurry and looking to get a great deal, Foreclosure still may not be the best thing. Um, I actually just sold a home that was a Fannie Mae-owned home, uh, which was already foreclosed on, had already been purchased, and was owned by Fannie Mae to my parents. And you can ask my mom just how stressful that process was. The financing side for us was really uh, simple, pretty easy. Uh, everything went nice and smoothly. They were doing a renovation loan on the property. Uh, we got everything lined out on the front end. We were ready to schedule a closing, and then we had some issues that arose. And when I wrote the contract, I wrote a nice, long 45-day window in there to make sure that we had enough time to get everything lined out. Just wasn't enough. We ended up extending the contract for an additional 12 days after that. And even with that additional extension, figuring everything out at the back end, there were some unforeseen things that came up with the title company and the title work going on that just pushed that time out. So if you're looking for a great deal, great price, getting it sold quickly or purchased quickly, foreclosures are not necessarily always going to be the best option. One of the big myths that people have heard on buying foreclosure homes. The other thing I want to talk about is a lot of buyers contact me and say, hey, you have a list of foreclosures, right? I really want to get into investing. There is no database that I have access to that I am aware of that has a list of foreclosures on it. I don't know where this myth really originated. Um, I don't know where people think that realtors have this list. The truth is, is there is no online database or anything that I'm aware of that I can just get on and just search a list of foreclosed properties. And the reason behind that is because foreclosures are all owned by different lending institutions, different banks, and different other financial institutions. So they're not really sending all their information to one central location to list them all out to other institutions. So there's really not a place that I can easily go and find all of those out. Uh, Bryant Keen talking here, what's up? Had a great experience with our foreclosure. It was a long process, but worth it. That is true. You are 100% Bryant. Sometimes you can get a great deal. Um, I'm seeing you've got some uh, horror stories you probably heard uh, in the past as well. Um, I don't want to scare anyone, anyone away from foreclosures because there are some options where you can do some great things. The problem that I find is that a lot of people think they're going to be able to get great price super fast all the time, and that's just not the case. So I don't want anybody to think that you can't find a great deal in a foreclosure because that's definitely not the case. But if you're looking to always get a great deal, they are not necessarily that great deal that everyone's looking for. So, Brian, thanks for commenting on there. That is a great point that you made on that. Uh, so, anyways, no database of foreclosures. I'm not aware of any place that I can go and just look at an entire uh, super fast, not so much. <laughs> yeah, good point, Brian. Uh, I don't know anywhere I can go and just get a list of foreclosures. The truth is, is that where I find the information on the homes uh, that I'm pulling together for my buyers to put out there to help them figure out everything that's going on in the market is what's known as a multiple listing service or an MLS, which you may have heard uh, realtors talk about before if you've ever been buying a home. The MLS is a compiled list of all the properties that are currently listed with a broker in a cooperation that we all have access to. That is the database that I go to to find out information for the properties that I'm searching for. 
Now, that database is also what pushes out the information to all of the real estate websites in our area. So Zillow, fctuckermg.com, uh, any other place that you're looking online in our area, if you're looking at a list of the homes that are available there, those come from the MLS. It comes from the data of real estate agents that they're pushing out there to make sure that people know what homes are available on the market. If you're looking at fctuckermg.com or theairandadvantage.com, those are the most up-to-date lists of properties that are currently listed on the market. So if you wanna to look to see what's available there, you can go ahead and check out those lists all the time, really nice and easy. The other thing is, uh, I wanted to let people know, is that just because there's a sign on a property that is foreclosed, doesn't necessarily mean it's available for sale anywhere. Um, I was actually contacted by a fam family member one time her son had passed away unexpectedly and found out that his home was actually going into foreclosure months after the, that had gone through. Once we found out that this process was going on, we tried to contact the bank to see if there was any way that we could purchase it from them directly without it going through the foreclosure process or anything else. Unfortunately, once that sign went up and it had already been filed for foreclosure, there was nothing we could do at that point. Once that sign goes up, that's our indication that at some point in time, it may come up available for sale, but we don't know when that will be. And there's really no way to find out because banks generally aren't willing to talk to real estate agents or to any prospective buyers until it gets to a point where it's either available at a sheriff's sale or it's actually been fully foreclosed on and then they put it up for sale with a broker or some other uh, service. So no database that we can find. And unfortunately, a sign is not always an indication that it's available right now unless it's a real estate sign with a broker in the area and you can find it online on the MLS or my website, theairandadvantage.com. The third thing I wanna talk about, Zillow. Once again, I'm kinda of pointing out that Zillow is a great tool at times, but there are some inaccuracies and some issues that you may run into. One of those things that I find quite often is when I'm contacted by a buyer that says, hey, I'm interested in checking out this home, it says it's a pre-foreclosure. What is a pre-foreclosure? Well. Pre-foreclosure properties on Zillow are any homes that have been listed for sale on a sheriff sale website. Any of that information that's been fed to Zillow to say, hey, this home could be going into foreclosure at some point in time, that's when it comes up on the pre-foreclosure list. Here's what you need to know about sheriff sale properties when they go on the pre-foreclosure list. One, sheriff sales can be canceled. Not only can they be canceled, they actually are canceled quite frequently. Unfortunately, just because they cancel the share of sale doesn't mean that it comes off the pre-foreclosure list on Zillow. That's an issue that a, a lot of people don't realize. Once that data goes into Zillow, it can be on there for a long time. The best example of this that I can find is when I was contacted, this is about two years ago, somebody got a hold of me, found this house on the pre-foreclosure site on Zillow. They really wanted to go and take a look at it. I knew the property address. I'd actually seen the property address on the market previously. So I was like, hmm, I'm kind of surprised that's on pre-foreclosure. So I did some digging and this is what I found out. The house was not available. In fact, the house was really um, familiar to me because it had already sold once to an investor I know who purchased it at a sheriff's sale. Didn't update the site on Zillow. After they purchased that home at a sheriff's sale, they spent a few months renovating the property to put it back on the market for sale, listed in the MLS, where it became an other listing on Zillow and the pre-foreclosure listing also did not update at that time. That home sold a year prior to this buyer getting a hold of me and asking me if I could show them that property on the pre-foreclosure. So if you see pre-foreclosures anywhere on Zillow, 
there's a good chance it's not even actually available for sale anywhere at that point in time. If it is available for sale, a good place you can go to corroborate that would be the sheriff's sale websites. So you can be a Gibson County Sheriff's uh, Department website, Vandenberg County Sheriff's Department website. They're always going to have a list of the available sheriff's sales online that you can take a look at. So if you find something that says pre-foreclosure on Zillow, you can check out that website, get the information, make sure it's actually available for sheriff's sale. Now here's the kicker. If you're looking to finance a pre-foreclosure, you're probably not going to be able to do that. If it is actually a share of sale, those sales are going to require cash the day of the sale. So you're going to have to be ready to go. So what does foreclosed mean when a house is listed like this? Is it sold? That's a great question, Bryant. If a house is listed as a foreclosed property, that means it's gone through the entire process where it's gone to a share of sale, and either it did not sell at the sheriff's sale because a buyer didn't bid on it, or sometimes the banks go in and bid at a very high level so that they ensure that they are buying the property back. Um, there's no way to ever tell when they're going to do that for sure unless you're actually at the sheriff's sale and you're hearing the bids and you're seeing what's going on. You'll get an idea kind of if the bank's going to buy it back because they'll open the bid at a higher level than even what the judgment is against the property. Now, once they do that, it goes through the actual entire foreclosure process, which is when they go through evicting the person who owns the property, emptying it out. That's the process that can take a couple years where the property sits empty. Sometimes the people have already vacated the property and it's just sitting there, but it has to go through the court system and everything else to make sure that it is ready to go back up for sale. At that point in time, if it says foreclosed, the bank is the owner of record on the property at that point in time. Now, when a bank is an owner of a record on the property, they don't have the normal information available to disclose to a buyer than a normal seller would. So any of the information that you're finding out about the property is going to be based on your own inspection or based on third-party service providers that that bank who owns the property hires to provide them information so that they can put a value on the property and so that they can kind of say, hey, here's the information that we've been told. That's the only thing we know about the property. We have no warranty of any kind on this property. We do not validate any of the information that we're providing you. Figure it out yourself. So once it's foreclosed and it's listed, it has sold back to the bank. They are the physical owner of the property, and they are offering it for sale to the public. So, Bryant, that is a great question. Um, now, I was also talking about the fact that you are probably not going to be able to finance uh, a pre-foreclosure. If you're looking at foreclosed properties, generally you want to look at somebody who is a cash buyer or a conventional loan buyer. Uh, if you're looking to buy your first home and you're utilizing like an FHA loan or a USDA loan, appreciate that, Bryant, uh, or any other kind of government-backed security like that, a lot of times foreclosed properties are probably not going to be your best bet because conditionally, the condition of the property themselves, they're generally not going to qualify for those because there's some pretty stringent requirements for FHA, USDA, VA financing that you're going to have to have. So if you're looking for your first home and you're thinking, hey, I want to check out foreclosures because I think it's going to be a great way for me to find an awesome deal, make sure that you're double checking with your lender and with your realtor before you go and check them out because a lot of times you're going to end up wasting your time and getting your hopes up high and it's actually not going to end up working out. Andrea, thanks for checking out. I uh, hope you're doing great. Um, let me know if you got any questions on this. I don't know if you've seen much of this video, but let me know in the comments after I finish up if you've got any other uh, input questions or any other feedback on this. So, those are the specifics I really wanted to get into tonight on foreclosures, the F word of the real estate industry. Um, I want to know, 
Was any of this information new to you? Was there anything in here you already knew about? Let me know in the comments down below your thoughts on this video. Also, be sure to like this and share it with anyone you know who's been talking about maybe wanting to get in investing or maybe they're thinking of trying to find a great deal uh, on foreclosures. Andrew, talk about foreclosures tonight. So make sure you check it out. It's the three big myths that a lot of people don't understand about foreclosures. Love to hear what your feedback is on it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Thanks, Andrea. Uh, but let me know down in the comments below. Or as always, you can send me a message or email me at Aaron at the AaronAdvantage.com or give me a shout at 812-779-6273. I want to get a conversation started and keep this going. So let me know what you think. Have a great night.